0: You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio.
1: Welcome everyone to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 237. I'm Fritz. And I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Thursday night right here. Thursday night.
0: And we made it.
1: We made it. Yes, we did. Special we are here. COVID-19 edition of the God Stories Radio podcast. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you stop it, Mikey. <laughs> I'm not afeard and a scared. How about y'all? No.
0: No, I'm not afraid either. No. I uh I have the peace of the Lord.
1: Absolutely. But
2: I know a lot of people out there don't. I know it. It's crazy. Yeah, you see a lot of stuff. It's nuts.
0: <laughs> I know. People are just wild Whose out there. hands my life rests in. Amen to that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Hey, we want to welcome uh, our guest tonight in the studio. We've got uh, Joe Ormsby from the What Differences God Make podcast. Welcome, man. Thanks for uh, stepping up last minute, coming in to chat with us. Oh, it's good to be here, Fritz. Always good to have you, buddy. And uh, I'm not sure what direction we're going tonight. I don't either. uh, I think we're all just really thankful for being here and owning some toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's there's only four of us in the room, so we're good. Yep. Yep. We we could have 10, but it'd be a little crowded Mm -hmm. in here.
0: Yeah, we're not breaking any But we could have
1: 10. (laughs) Just saying.
0: Well, you know, I was really thinking today because, you know, obviously we're all kind of going through life changes globally. Mm. Um, and so I thought, why not take a little bit of time to focus on that and focus on the situation that's happening and just talk about it? Why a not? Little, you know, um, and there was a verse that came uh, across my path today and I read it and you know, I have this thing with numbers as far as ones and sevens, I, I, that combination always captures my attention. Um, just because those numbers have been very prevalent in my life and with the birth of my first child and, and so forth. So it tends to grab my attention, whether I want it to or not, just because of the fact that it's had such significance in my life. And, um, the verse that I read today was Jeremiah 17, seven. Mm. And so I caught my attention because of the, the ones in the sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into numerology, but you know, I know that God has certain numbers that he um, he's used consistently throughout the Bible. And I feel like there's significance to them and they mean something. So um Jeremiah 17 7 reads, and this is out of the New Living Translation, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. And that's exactly what we need to do at a time like this, is that we need to be making the Lord our confidence mm-hmm. Amen. and not putting our confidence in the world or a vaccine or the government a or a grocery store. If you have toilet paper in your house, this is what we need to really be focused on and what needs to ground us.
1: Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, Joe, how you doing on toilet paper?
3: We uh, We finally got a little more today. Oh, good for you! Last week we were in a position that we truly needed some, and Liz went out to get it, and the shelves were just bare. So uh, happy to say that we got another nine pack today. We're feeling good for the next week or two, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Scored a nine pack, huh? Yeah. Oh.
1: boy, that's favor.
3: Hey, one pack that's at
1: a time, favor, buddy. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. Sorry, I didn't even know that that was an issue you were facing. I was just mentioning it because so many people have been talking about it.
3: You know, we were talking, uh, me and a couple of my co-workers last week, and his wife took off to get supplies and came home with 54 rolls of toilet paper. Wow. 54? F- 54. 54.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay, so needless to say, she won't be shopping for toilet paper for a while.
3: No. It was uh, It was fun, though, when I told him that my wife went to get toilet paper and there was none. He wrote back and said, uh, tell her to switch gears and get some, uh, what's that stuff called? Imodium. Pick up some Imodium instead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, the way I figure if the shower works, you're in good shape.
3: <laughs> and we right, went next there. Sorry <laughs> about that, folks. <laughs> it's, it's a
1: family show. Really? What are you talking about.
2: Wow. Mikey, what's going on over there? I don't know. I, I just, it still boggles my mind. What is the deal about the toilet I wish I knew.
1: It's nuts. It's become the new currency. It could be currency. Psst, hey, got to a paper.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I read an interesting article, uh, and, and it said that the psyche behind it is that a lot of folks feel like they're doing something because we don't like to feel helpless in situations. And this virus, while not scary to those of us in the room, it, it tends to have a lot of people pretty fearful right now. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of that fear comes from the unknown of it all. We we all know somebody who's had the flu or we've had the flu personally, right. but I don't know a single person that has coronavirus.
2: No, but you probably had it over the years.
3: I, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. But I, I think what they were saying in this article was that the psyche is that, well, at least I'm doing something. Yeah. And the something for some reason is turned into so- toilet paper. <laughs>
1: You said something the other night that was was pretty funny about that you'd never met somebody that wasn't panicked.
3: Yeah, I, I I keep waiting to meet the person that is panicked. You know, we're we're told if you turn on the television, thank goodness I don't have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, right. if you turn on the TV or if you read a news article, uh, it's it's panic, 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 panic. But when I go out in the real world, I have not yet met
2: a panicked person. Right. Well, that's uh, the fake news for you.
1: Right. (laughs) No doubt.
0: But when you look at how we're all acting, we're acting a little bit in a panic mode as far as, you know, trying to make sure that we're stocked up and supplied and, and so forth. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's a virus and Mm -hmm. you can't really control a virus. So, it's, it can live on surfaces, it can live on people, mm-hmm. it's in the air, you know, it's, it's something that's very easily contractable. So you have to put your faith in God. This is the time, you know, where you don't put your faith in how much Lysol you've got or Clorox mm-hmm. or, or toilet paper. You have to put your faith in the fact that you serve a living, breathing God that has your best interest at heart mm-hmm. you know I, how,
3: we've, much, uh,
2: how much jesus do you have
3: amen you know we've uh we've been trying to just keep ourselves busy in good ways mm-hmm. we haven't turned the television on once i i don't want the kids watching uh even cartoons right now at the end of the day let's have some sense of normalcy and and mm-hmm. do something yep uh, and so, you know, yesterday we bagged twenty bags of leaves. It made me think twice about the oak tree in the backyard, and <laughs> maybe next week I'm going to cut that down so we don't have to do that again. But you know, I kept being outside and mm-hmm. raking and experiencing the world, and I just kept saying over and over, "God, thank you, thank you for this opportunity. I'm I'm here with my family. I'm I'm healthy. I'm outside. I, I have so much to be thankful for." Mm-hmm. And every time I've even thought about being worried, I just stop myself dead in my tracks and say, Lord, I give it to you. Whatever this is, whatever these worries are, I know that your plan is there, your plan is good, and it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I am eerily calm through this entire scenario. Amen to that.
0: Well, you know, I'm a type of person who will think about the worst case scenario. And obviously, the worst case scenario is you get it, you die, et cetera. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm in a comfortable enough place that I know if I'm going to die, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm heading. And well, even
1: Paul said, Hey, I'd rather be there, but I got to stay here and right. watch over you knuckleheads. But mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's true. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to remember who's in control. And if it, if your time is up, your time is up. You have no um, control over that fact. None of us have control over death.
3: Well, and, and Tita, you said it well, in even your worst case scenario, isn't the worst case scenario. Because right. like you said, you know where you're going. Exactly. The worst case scenario is you, you get it, you die and you're not saved. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. That is truly the worst case scenario. Yes, it is. So if you don't know how to put your faith and your trust in Jesus... Maybe we can help give you some tips tonight um, as far as starting that relationship with Christ and um, what it takes. Or maybe you're a new Christian and you don't really know. You're not at that point in your life where you've had to put your trust and your hope and your faith in Christ. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that.
1: Sounds good. And I, I want to just take a second to say hello to everybody that's on Mixler tonight. And, uh, you know, just spread the word that we're here. Uh, you know, because uh, we're a, a free resource and we're going to be here as long as uh, it's allowed to gather and God Stories Radio will continue as far as I'm concerned. So tell your friends and gather up on Thursday and uh, and hang out with us mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be great.
0: We've got some Facebook likes too. I didn't even no way. Uh, shout them out.
1: Oh, we do. How about that?
0: So uh, our guest from last week, Mike Lohman.
1: Mikey Lohman. Yes, he was. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Mike.
0: And Paula Amrine.
1: Oh, Paula. Really? You know her? I do know her. (laughs) Hi, Paula. Thank you so much for liking us. Thank you.
0: And Joy Moderly.
1: Joy Moderly. Thank you. Welcome to the GSR family, guys. Thank Thank you you so much for liking us. You know, appreciate that.
0: Um, I, the name looks super familiar and I was trying to look her up, but the internet's so throttled, I couldn't. Yeah.
2: She's, uh, she probably, you probably met her or worked with her in kidlife. Uh, kid life.
0: Okay. That's why her name is so familiar. Right.
2: And I've asked her, I don't know why she became a, a, a Facebook like just recently, but I've asked her husband to be a guest because he works with, uh, Mr. DiStefano at, uh, oh, Chick-fil-A. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. Very and cool. He, he's at church and I've asked him a couple different times and then I just Right. I've asked them three times and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not time. It's not time.
0: It's all right. No problem. Well, we want to thank you so much, Joy, for liking us on Facebook. Thank Thank you. you Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate that.
0: So what are some of the the things that you tips and tricks you guys could help? Maybe a new Christian or somebody who doesn't know how to put their faith and trust in the Lord. What are some of the things that have helped get you guys through? throughout the years.
1: Knowledge of the word. That's got to be the big one. Well, and like you said earlier, prayer. it's the
2: internal thing. It's, you know, if you if you know Jesus and Jesus knows you, you should be pretty calm. Well, let's unpack that a little bit, Mike.
3: What what does that mean? Uh, think about when you first met Jesus, right? And he came into your life. How did you know when Jesus knew you? <laughs>
2: Um, he did a lot of squeezing, okay? I got hit with a two by four upside the head.
3: I've heard that once or twice on this show. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and this is where it came from. Um, I didn't know him at all um, and I was living high and you know driving around in a nice brand new Chrysler 300. Look at me you know the the money in the bank and and so on and so forth and then lost everything within three weeks. everything. And that's how he found me. And, you know, through a few little things there and, you know, I went to a church and tears were flowing in worship and during the message and and uh, he got a hold of me. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, and it's funny. I, I think there's a lot of folks out there right now that are, if they haven't already gotten a taste of that or are about to feel it, because this virus is affecting the world in a very mm-hmm. real way. Yes, it is. Whether we're afraid of the virus or not, the the impacts on our economy and society it's, can't be denied.
1: Mm-mm. Nope.
3: And uh, I, I think that's I think that's insightful,
1: right? Uh,
0: yeah, life is changing as we know it.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, for once, I kind of see God's hand in all this. Yeah. You know, tell because, me more. What does that mean? Well, I think it's. Um, how do I say this? Uh, people are being stripped of normalcy. Right. Mm. Yep. You know what is conceived normalcy? Right. And but we're having to conform to a way of worship and technology to rethink everything, revisit mm-hmm. everything. We're having to be present for our family.
3: Mm.
2: And, and and this was all Satan's ploy. Well, sure. Thinking it was going to take it down a certain road, but like ah. the stuff that you just said, it's uh, you know, yeah, you're going to
1: feel the world side, but you know, his side,
2: you're going to be just fine.
1: Yeah. And me and my pea brain, finite understanding, you know, I'm sitting here questioning God, like, where are you in all this? Why are people suffering and all this mass hysteria? What are you doing? Throw me a bone, show me something or kill it, eradicate it. You know, I know I'm just one person and there's millions praying and uh, Darn okay. if he hasn't shown me a few things, you know, just, uh, in visualize, visualizing mm-hmm. things and seeing how that this, uh, 10 person rule and how we had to come together as a church body and make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big one for me.
2: Right. And, you know, what do they call it? Social distancing, distancing. you know, it's uh Wow.
0: But let's take it further, you know, because life may completely change as we know it. We don't know it, what's going to happen. just Nobody has the crystal ball to know no, what's right. going to happen tomorrow, next week, at the end of the month, et cetera. Um, but you should still be okay with that at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece that, you know, we were talking about. The passes piece,
1: all understanding. It does. The People piece that passes at you and all what? understanding. In the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's you're not hung up in this world. You know what to put your trust and faith in. If you have your trust and faith in your job or your paycheck or what have you, you are you're going to be panicked. You're going to be feeling that panic if you're worrying about where your next meal is going to come from, you're going to be panicked. Um and I know those words are easy for me to say and it's another thing to walk it and to live it. But the Lord has shown me so much over the past year that I feel like I can actually say this now. Like, I don't know that I would have been able to say all of this and to still feel very calm um, in the midst of all this if I hadn't gone through what I went through last year. And um, he changed me, you know, and it was through those trials and tribulations where I was just really pressed, you know, Jesus really leaned into me and he taught me things um, and and it affected me and it's changed me um, on the inside. And that's what his word does. And I, I was in such a difficult spot and I won't go into detail about it, um, but I was in such despair Um, that I felt like my prayers weren't being heard. I felt, um, that God wasn't listening and I couldn't understand what was going on. Um, which was very new for me because I've never experienced that really in my life. Um, most all the time I've always felt the Lord present with me. And this was a time where I just couldn't tell where he was and, I had to start fasting and I think I fasted every day for a couple of months. I think it was two months, two and a half months. Um, And things changed in my life during that period of time. So that period of time allowed me to get closer to God and to dig deeper into his word and his promises and what he tells me. And it required me putting my trust in him to believe that he is a big enough God that he can handle the situation I was in.
1: Amen. And there's something about fasting too. Mm -hmm. It just Mm -hmm. lets the Lord know you're serious. I really want an answer or an explanation, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're seeking. Right? Fasting, you're serious. You're getting down to business with the father.
0: We're all called to pray and fast, you know, so, and Lent is always a great time to do to do your fasting. Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, it's, it's such an appropriate time, you know, that 40 days leading up to Easter. It's uh, a nice time, but you know, you don't have to be boxed into a specific time of year. You can pray and fast at any time. Um, And fasting might not necessarily be food for you. It could be something like social media or, Something that um maybe could be an idol in your life that you've put above God. And I think
1: the Lord will show you too what to yeah, fast. Yeah,
0: He does. He can kind Absolutely. of convicts your heart.
3: Yeah. You know, you uh you mentioned a little bit ago, hey, advice for new Christians or people who might be struggling or trying to find the way. And a couple of things that especially when I was beginning this journey, it's okay to strip it all down and tell God that you You don't know. God, I uh, start right there. God, I I believe in you and I know that you're real, but I need to understand how to know you. And I I think just by just by telling God that you need that Mm -hmm. will help him to guide you down the right path to finding him.
0: Yeah, I love that you said that, Joe, because I feel like it's also okay to be angry. You know, if you're angry, then just be honest and tell him you're angry. Just be real with him. That's Mm -hmm. what he's looking for. The Bible speaks
1: to that, too. Yep. be angry and not take it upward and not outward, you know?
0: Right. So you can be real with God. You don't have to have this pretense with him. He just wants a real relationship with you. Think of your best friend, you know, you don't have to candy coat things with your best friend. You just kind of tell them like it is because you can, you have that freedom to express yourself with them. Well, God is the, the best, best friend you'll ever have. Amen. Amen to that. And you can be real with him. You don't have to pretend with him because he already knows. Yeah. You know, and if you start pretending, he already knows that you're pretending. Mm-hmm. So why not just be real? If you're angry, maybe certain things happened in your life, maybe experienced death in your life of somebody extremely close to you. And you just don't understand why you just don't see any purpose in it what have you you can you can god can handle that anger you can take that anger directly to the lord
1: yep he's a big boy yeah he can he knows how to do it <laughs> in fact joe and i unpacked on his podcast the other night about going to the lord and we always felt like up we I always felt like I had to be so reverent. I had to use the dollar 50 words and mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I had to approach the Lord. I didn't realize that I could just talk to him, that I could just be in my car going down the road just you know. Just, you
0: could say hey yo Jesus. You know, if that's your normal vernacular. Exactly. There mm-hmm. is nothing wrong with that. You know, because
2: when he speaks to you, he's going to speak to you in that same vernacular,
0: right?
3: And the way the Bible was written was the normal vernacular of the day, right? If the Bible was, if the Bible was written today, it would be written the way we speak today. Mm -hmm. There was really nothing special about the words, the physical words, the special is in the message, Mm -hmm. yo, dude, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) hence Wikipedia, (laughs) (laughs)
0: right? (laughs) But you know again, it's just a matter of being real so if if that's the type of person you are you know you're you're just you know Joe blow from the block well then hey you it's okay to talk to God like that it's okay to approach him the way you would approach anybody in your life
2: thank goodness <laughs> mm-hmm. thank and i goodness, i sir. used to i used to think uh that it was me little old me. And why would he even want to even hear from me or deal with me? He's got bigger things to take care of. And
0: he wants to deal with those little things in your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I know for sure on that
1: one. He's it's like Mike Loman said last week. He's like, why would he? Why, why would he listen to me? He's a busy mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he
0: actually wants you to be dependent on him. He and wants you to bring all those little things to him.
3: It really hit home for me when I was talking to uh, uh, one of our pastors one day and he referenced it back to his children, his daughters. And he said, you know, I can wake up in the morning and I get the girls out of bed and I spend the whole day with them and I see everything they did all day long. And I talk to them all day long and I spend the whole day with them and we eat all our meals together. and And then I tuck them into bed at night and I still at that bedtime in that moment want them to tell me about their day. There's just something special about that mm-hmm. intimate moment between... A father and a child, a mother and a child, right? That, even though I already know the answer, I still want to hear you tell me from your point of view, right? And I think if we can pause for a moment, and remember that God is our father, and wants the same thing from us, just Absolutely. an intimate, honest relationship where we tell Him, He already knows. Tell Him.
1: Yeah,
0: I love. I like the picture that that paints, yes. Joe. Absolutely. Um, cause I feel that even speaks to me too, mm-hmm. you know, because we forget a lot of times that he wants to know how we're doing. He wants us to tell him how we're doing and to ask for the help. And he tells that and tells us that in scripture, you know, you have not because you ask not, but you know, a lot of times we forget to ask and we go to other people or we look to the world to try to solve our problems or we think, oh, well, you know, I'm going to need money in order to solve this problem or what have you. Let me tell you, God's pretty darn creative.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is.
0: Just, you know, you keep trying to put it in a box, but God doesn't work in a box. God works definitely out of the box and he has creative solutions for everything, and you may just have to wait, or you may just have to be patient, or the answer could be potentially no or not right now.
1: Sometimes we're just flat out not prepared for his answer.
0: That's if true, If he answered too. everything
1: immediately, we, we wouldn't know how to handle it.
2: No, and, and and a lot of times we also put
1: our thought in what that answer should look like, and that's not going to happen either. Well, no. We, we try to have some semblance of understanding or control, I guess. Mm, that's the word control. That's where the faith comes in because <laughs> you're not in control. That's the hard part. We, yeah, exactly. Yep. We're not in control whatsoever.
0: But a life with Jesus is about giving up that control.
3: Amen. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you find your comfort with that, yeah. it really is a beautiful place to live.
1: Isn't it though? Isn't it? And I think that's where the peace that passeth all understanding, that's where it takes over. And people are like, you're not, you're not nervous? You're not scared? No.
3: Liz and I, were, my wife, were talking about this uh, just today. We were outside doing some work around the house. And this thing's crazy, right? This virus that, that got mm-hmm. us started today. For the first time in my life, I, I know, not if, but it's just a matter of when, I'm going to be temporarily laid off from my job. I know it's coming. I know it's going to happen. And I'm actually really calm about that right now mm-hmm. because I know God's got it. Right. And I oh, keep yeah. I keep telling him every time, you know, out there raking yesterday and, and working around the house and just kept on saying, Lord, I I, I don't know what the plan is, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing to say in the beginning of a faith journey. And it's a hard thing to say, Absolutely. but I think, Fritz, you mentioned uh, diving into the scripture Um and that was something that was really intimidating to me as a as a new christian right yeah, when i as well i didn't man, even know where to start people kept saying that word to be scripture and read the word and all this <laughs> stuff <And> it's like <laughs> oh, where do you start um you know there's no there's no true answer to to that there's no right or wrong but i would just say find go go online click through a couple versions of the bible read the same book uh in, in a couple different versions of the bible and just see which one you understand the best mhm and that's the version you should read. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, my my trick to that, leave it all behind you. I like to go outside on my patio, leave my cell phone inside. I've got the cup of coffee, and it's just me and an actual physical Bible. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I found that when I leave the world behind, and, and Fritz, you, you said something to me uh, once that really hit home. Pray before you read the Bible Absolutely. every time. Mm -hmm. Pray that God will clear your mind. Pray that he'll be with you, that he will reveal himself in that word. Mm -hmm. Be intentional about it. And I think those are some of the things that, uh, back to to your question, Tina, that you teed up, that have really helped me to generate a bond with Jesus.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I like that. Generate a bond with Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm.
0: I've been doing the same thing this week too, Joe, because none of us know if we're going to have jobs, et cetera, you know, cause we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's around the corner. It's, it's an, it's a possibility, right? Right. But I've been saying the same thing too, is just reaffirming to the Lord that I know he is the Lord and he's more than capable of handling it. And that whatever it looks like, I know he's got it taken care of. Um, and like I said, I don't know that I could have done that a year ago.
3: Right. And and let's be crystal clear. That doesn't mean that it might not be hard for us. Right. Oh,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. You uh-huh. know, I
3: think that's another thing that in early in a faith walk, I uh, I sure thought that once I said, all right, God, I've, I've given it all to you. That meant everything was easy. Uh, 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 there's no guarantees of that. He no, doesn't promise that. It actually that.
1: Goes, right? back, <laughs> it goes the other way, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Wow, the chat the chat is actually lit up on Mixler right now. Oh and, great. Uh, uh, Do we have any questions? Well, not questions, but um somebody just wrote that their daughter uh was laid off today.
0: Oh mm-hmm. so her I think heart. before
1: we get done today, we're gonna have uh, you know, a major time of prayer for all our listeners and just the country in general. And, yes. And, and and again, I just uh I appreciate everybody that's on Mixler right now and just spread the word, send the link out. We're gonna be here. We're hopefully going to be the voice of uh, sanity mm-hmm. every Thursday at yeah. 7.30. Right. I, I
2: was given a word today, encouragement. So that's what we're trying to do.
3: And I think a lot of times uh, as humans, we have the the fight or flight reaction, right? We've all heard that. But when things like this happen, I know a lot of people tend to really hole up and, and kind of remove themselves from the world and from society and that's when depression sets in. Mm-hmm. That's when anxiety sets in when you're left alone with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's where Satan wants you. Amen.
0: Yeah, he always tries to isolate you.
3: And we're not meant to go through life alone. We're no. meant to go through life in community.
0: Right. But yeah. this is a way we can be in community, yes. but not necessarily be in proximity of each other. Yeah, let's make sure
3: it's six feet away in yeah. groups of nine or less. Uh, but, uh-huh. but man, keep your eyes open. Look, keep an eye out for that neighbor that maybe you haven't talked to, and and see how people are doing, and and take this opportunity to engage with somebody that you mm-hmm. normally wouldn't. Because I. I think you're onto something there, Fritz. When you say, "Where is God in all of this?" Mm-hmm. We're never going to know no. the actual master plan. No. no, but but it wouldn't surprise me if if God keeping
2: everybody home
3: mm-hmm. in family.
1: Everything seems to come full circle. I right? Mean, just
2: I mean, I went I went out and did uh, a uh, finished a bush job today that I trim bushes, and um, I was there, and across the street was the father husband. And a little girl and the mother was standing with a young one, probably about a year old or less in the driveway. And he was out there with one of those big bubble, trying to do bubbles for the kids and everything else. And they were all out there for at least a half an hour or so laughing away and look at the big one there. And I mean, that's what it's doing.
3: Yes. Yes. And I was supposed to be on vacation this week anyway. And I've I've gotten blown up with conference calls and things. But I'll tell you what, we didn't get to travel as we planned. But I've had a great week.
0: Oh, that's awesome! We I'm have, so glad.
3: To your point, Mike, we—I have been doing things with the kids that I right. wouldn't have done otherwise. Mm-hmm. I've been getting projects done around the house that I've been thinking for ages. If I only had time. Well, I've got time. So instead of sitting there on the couch moping about it and feeling right. sorry for myself, uh, it's—it's been really refreshing to get out and just move. And I, I see Makes God at sure work think there. Everything doesn't it, Joe? Yeah. You know,
1: I'm not going to say that I was happy that you didn't go on vacation i'm not gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) Uh being that it was the biggest online presence week you know that we've had in history at the church you know i was happy that that joe didn't go on vacation so i had your right hand man it was bittersweet god had a plan but yes he did he he knew
3: god's timing is perfect
1: that's it man well wow
2: and and you know as you were saying joe about reading the bible and everything else. this came up recently. I can't remember the situation and all, but in my testimony, um, I was uh, when I was giving it. Um, a lot of the testimonies I hear, we hear. Uh, I gave it in, in front of uh, real men at real life, uh, about almost seven years ago. Um, and um, you know, you usually hear people with addictions of uh, drugs or alcohol or whatever else. I didn't have any of that, but I held up my Bible and says I was given one addiction when this happened to me and I I says, this is my addiction. I held up my Bible. That's beautiful. And uh, I did realize that when here I am alone and I just lost everything that I had ever known. And so when I started to feel a little depressed or anxious or something like that, I went in and I pulled the Bible out and I just started reading and within you think it was only 10 minutes, but it was an hour or so later and everything that I was concerned about was gone. And just read the Bible, read the Bible.
3: I, I, I like that. And I agree. I think uh, that was the hardest part for me to grasp was just read the Bible. I hated to read. Oh, and then I, I kept doing it on my cell phone and my cell phone could lay dormant for an entire afternoon. No texts, no anything coming in. But <laughs> boy, Satan knows what's going on when you do it digitally. The second well, me, I would though. start reading it on my phone, yep. ding, mm-hmm. You know, here comes one notification after another notification yep. after another notification.
2: Well, like you said, I like to have the hands on, the mm-hmm. big heavy thing right in my hand.
3: And hey, Mike, did I hear you say on one of the episodes that you actually read your Bible out loud? I do. Okay. What, um, can you can you explain that a little more? I've always wanted to ask you what's, well, what's the th- reasoning. The
2: same, I think I got it from the same person that Ab actually su- um, suggested that when you read the Bible, pray before you read it because you know you're going to go read the Bible and you probably automatically think, okay, I'm going to read the Bible, right? But if you pray before you read it and ask Him to let things jump off the page, I pray let the Holy Spirit absorb all that I read, and um, I don't think you can, Mikey, unless you pray right first. And so, you know, I, pr- I would uh, pray before, all right, and then what were you asking? About reading it out loud. Reading it out loud. And the same person that I got that from, um, I also heard that when you pray, all right, I pray out loud as well. Okay. Because you're going to hear it, mm. and you're going to hear the words, all right? So, when, do the same thing. When you read the Bible, you're also re- hearing them through your ears. Okay. So, that's...
3: And you find that you retain more?
2: It yeah yeah yeah, i would say so
3: yeah it makes sense because uh if i get to something that i'm stuck on i tend to read that one passage out loud Mm because i tend to Mm -hmm. find that if i say the words out loud it helps me to to get through it so that makes sense right i
2: think i think came from charles stanley oh yeah yeah good point
3: great awesome hey uh God stories radio uh first of all thanks for having me in tonight but thank the three of you uh very much I know I've co-hosted a couple times and sat in as a guest host but uh what you do here is is truly an inspiration and Fritz you're right every Thursday night at 7 30 these three are here unless something drastic is going on mm. it's uh uh it's refreshing to hear it uh make sure you've signed up on mixler because if you've signed up and and uh agreed to the notifications I I get a ding about five minutes before they're actually talking, uh, every Thursday night. And that gives me the time to hurry up and tell the kids, no, 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 no extra books tonight. Right. I got to get to the other (laughs) room and, and hear
1: this, but, uh, Hey, and we're kid friendly too. They can, they can listen. That's right. They can tune in, get James on there. And then you can also (laughs) chat with us via Mixler. And as a lot of people are doing tonight, and I apologize that I can't get over there, but thank you so much for being here. It's, it's so awesome. And listen, if you get a chance, uh, Scroll on over to uh, Joe's podcast, What Difference Does God Make? It's a young podcast. I think there's about 12 episodes now. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, Where else, Joe, I think? Sounds about right. Sounds about right. (laughs) See, Joe's humble, and I love him for that. But I'm going to blow him up. I'm just going to say, What Difference Does God Make podcast? Go check it out. There's not a specific night that— we publish, but but there's about twelve episodes there that you can go and enjoy. I think you will. We're all over the place because we just unpack some real deal life circumstances. Well,
3: hey, if it's okay, I'd love to uh, kick off this prayer tonight. Please, please do, sir. Please do. Yeah, I'd like to say, uh, uh, first of all, for everybody out there, thanks for thanks for tuning in, and and I sure hope that somebody has heard something tonight that uh, really resonates with them. But uh, Lord Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here to share your word to share your encouragement with anyone who needs to hear it and god these are these are tough times these are challenging times and these are scary times and i pray that i pray that everyone would turn to you and turn away from the news feeds and the news outlets mm-hmm. the gossip the hearsay and dive into your word listen back to the first few minutes here to to the scripture that Tina read and understand that you've got this, you've got a plan. And Lord, lots of folks are being laid off right now. Lots of folks are finding themselves not feeling well or unsure what's going to happen next. And God, I just lift all of them up. I pray that whatever your plan is, it would reveal itself in, in your time mm. according to your will. And Lord, I just pray that All those that are scared, hurt, lost, can find comfort in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. I would like to um, leave everybody with a final scripture too. Yeah, go ahead, babe. Um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight.
2: Wow! Hmm. Say no more. That's right. That was one, the first scripture that I was given when I became a Christian. Is that what? Is that right? The very first like, one. I didn't know that. How about was. that?
1: Fantastic. That's been my
2: my go to one most of the time since then.
1: Uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to mention, I don't know if either one of you have it handy, but we had a write-in testimony this week. Well, it
2: was kind of like that. She wanted, I guess we could No, called. she
1: wants to be on, right. but, but she did right. write in, and I wanted to mention her name in case Please she's listening. But um, if you don't have it handy, well, we'll uh, mention her next week. I know that uh, Tina's reached out and everything. Uh, do you have her name, babe?
0: Uh, I do. Bear with me one minute.
1: Well, listen, while they're... Mary, Mary Carto. Mary Carto. Mary, thank you so much for putting pen to paper and sitting down and writing your heart out on, and writing into God Stories Radio. You have no idea how much that means to us. And we are going to, uh, you and Tina get together and we're going to have you on the show. Uh, I don't know where you're from, but... uh, probably is a call in if you can come personally that'd be great but after reading what you sent us i am absolutely can't wait i to can't hear it come out of your mouth absolutely i'd just, rather
2: i'd rather have her
1: call in if that's what's going to be as opposed to us and uh, with that said i'd also like to challenge anybody out there that feels the tug to give their testimony and if not just give a story in your life we're god's stories radio and we'll take any stories. We've had people write in with stents in their day and stuff like that. So drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, it's GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. And listen, even if you're local and you're not digging, getting out or coming to our studio, that's fine. You can still call in. We can do it. It's not a problem. But Just spread the word, if you would. We're going to be here. We'll hopefully be the voice of encouragement for you through this whole mess. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, uh, but we want to hear from you. And we just, uh, again, I just appreciate everybody hanging out on Mixler tonight. And, um, you know, follow us on Mixler, as Joe said. That way I can see who you are, too, and I can give you a shout out. So anyway, okay, well.
2: Press into Jesus.
1: Amen to that. Thank you, Joe, once again, for uh, coming in and hanging out with us. I greatly appreciate it. And uh thanks for all the listeners, thanks for the prayers, thanks for the donations, and our taxes got done and we're, Alrighty. we're in good shape. Woohoo. So uh, I worry more about the taxes than I do the COVID nineteen virus. It's <laughs> pretty sad, but sad but true. Anyway, love you guys. That about wraps it up for session two thirty seven. I'm Fritz.
0: I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless.